the Mally Bros podcast episode 153 uh happy Friday Labor Day I'm sorry Memorial Day weekend mm-hmm. shout out to everybody that's got that Monday off yeah man years ago I'll be getting my ass up for not having a Memorial Day plan now we on the beach <laughs> <laughs> hey look happy Friday happy Memorial Day shout out to everybody hey look I want to start the podcast um with the most shocking news of the week y'all and that was the offset and uh, Offset came out and said that he is not cousins with Quavo and Take Off. What? Terrence, what are you talking about? Nigga, Offset came... Oh, I'm sorry. We're not supposed to do the, the curse word. Offset came out and confirmed that he is not cousins with Quavo and Take Off. We been knew that. Y'all didn't see when we tweeted that. I was... You not a real... Do y'all remember all them years I was telling Terrence he was not a bigger Migos fan than me? So because you know they these did an interview, lie? Terrence. They did an interview years ago. We've always known that Quavo and Offset was friends first. I thought that in Takeoff they was Unk and Few, but then why then was he, he not was family why, still? Terrence, why was it not Unk, Few, and Cuz then, or or what, or Uncle, or whatever the That's fuck my, he was? So my thing is like, yo, where Offset come from then? He was best friends with Quavo in sixth grade, and they've been tight since sixth grade. Quavo said this shit like in an old Vlad interview. These niggas high shit. It was always, this is my nephew. So it was sick. It was me and Seth. It was fifth to seventh grade. Or, that was like 10 years ago they did the interview. That's crazy. Hey, yo, that's crazy. You know that. You thought of the whole pod with that. I thought you were going to say something else. Yo, for some of us, that was definitely news. And for me, I thought he was, I didn't think that he might have even been, I just felt like he was family. You know? Nah, yeah. But you, shit, if, if we've been down since fifth grade and we still rocking, yeah. we family. I don't give a fuck nobody said. And look, that don't change no love. That, there's no love lost for the Migos. I don't think that anything goes away, me saying that. I'm just like, what? Yeah, Quavo had tw- tweeted the uh, the clip and was like. Oh, he tweeted shit. the clip. He tweeted it basically was like, that ain't news. Like, oh, yeah, that ain't new. And that's why I, I, had, I had quoted it, but the nigga delete, ended up deleting it. So when you look at the article, too, he didn't come out and be like. That ain't my, that's not my cousin. Hey, my cousin. I thought it was going to be some, some shady shit like that. But it, he oh, was yeah. really just coming out like, oh, yo, you know, actually type. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. One thing I'm learning, y'all, is if you don't read the article, then the title of the article can be misleading as hell. 100%. Like, you got to go and really see what they said. That sounds like a simple thing you just said, but we fall for headlines all the time. And yes. you know how people be in that thing that say, y'all didn't read. Yeah, obviously didn't read. That'd be me like shit, not reading. Right. Hey, look, one thing that we really do have to say to start this podcast, it's been a crazy week. We lost Tina Turner and Jim Brown in in one week. Rest in peace to both of them. That's crazy to lose it two is. legends like that in a week. It's That's crazy. true. That's true, man. Yeah. But you know what? It, 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 it's crazy because we like halfway through the year. Yeah. And it's like every year going to give you these random moments. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You never know when your favorites are going to go. And they both was old. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. not like... It wasn't, to me, as surprising. Yeah. Not to sound fucked up, but... It wasn't that surprising to me. Because when people get older, you just expect them to eventually transition. Yeah. 
I think what was uh Jim Brown was what? 90 I think no, he was in 90. 83? Jim was 83. I th- yeah. So he was 80s and I know Tina Turner was 80s too. Yeah. These are two people that were here before so much yeah, she stuff, was 83. bro. That's what I was thinking about. They was here before so much stuff them too. Tina Turner uh a solo music legend, bro. Mm-hmm. Early, you know? And Jim Brown legend. Like, those are two big losses right there for two big communities. Yeah. We took a hit this week. 100%. 100. Uh, RP to them. I did want to say this, y'all. No yeah. pod next week. I'm going to say it at the top of the podcast so that you can't act like yeah. we didn't wait to the end. There will be no podcast next week. You will understand why. Yeah, because I'm going to be a little bit taller, y'all. Y'all gonna see? Oh yeah, Terrence is getting that. Uh, we get the knee. We getting the knee extension. The we shin go surgery. For appointment. My man's giving me his 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 uh. What you call that part of your knee? His gristle. He's giving me his femur. He's giving me his uh <laughs> his joint. His labrum or labrum, whatever. What is it? He's giving me whatever, so I can just be a couple inches taller. You know, I'm trying to start my modeling career. You know, I'm trying to take it from the start. <laughs> <laughs> hey bro, look, you ever see the video? Look, I, so y'all don't know what I'm talking about. When y'all find it. You ever see the video of Future when he's leaned all the way back? He got glasses on. And he got his hood on. I have to show you that video, bro. Because if anybody ever talks to you <laughs> in that position, don't believe shit he's saying, bro. Hey, you seen uh, you seen uh, Jalen Brown sitting with Taylor Rooks, bro? Yes. That was the funniest yes. shit ever. Yeah, I, I he probably got the first. Even, he got the first. Terrence, anytime, anytime somebody rub their knees like this, look. Yeah. Shoot, she That's, asked him how many championships you think you're gonna. Man, we probably get a couple. Probably, probably, probably four or five. All right, Jalen Brown. <laughs> what would you <laughs> think would be impressive with the number you think? <laughs> hey, look, John Morant was sitting with her when he said, I'm good. I'm good in the West. Niggas get in front of her and stay. <laughs> you good in the West too if you want to come with me. <laughs> hey, look, I did want to start with this, right? I don't know if y'all seen over the weekend, it was these kids that they posted this TikTok that said, walking in strangers' houses. Mm-hmm. And they legit just went up somebody's steps. The lady was in the yard, and they went up the steps, went in her crib, was sitting down. Her husband came up the steps. They had kids. And the, the talk, what everybody was saying was, if this happened in the U.S., he might have got shot. You know what I'm saying? And that's not to be proud of that, but y'all know that motherfuckers get shot over here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But the, uh, the gentleman ended up getting arrested. Mm. <laughs> I don't need, I don't not need your, I'm arrested. (laughs) The gentleman ended up getting arrested and what he said made me think, okay, we got to talk about this because this goes back to that crack rock conversation, right? So this is what the kid that ran into people's houses had to say about what he did. He said, controversy, no, 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 it's like a quote, controversy, even though it's not good, is the best way to blow up on social media. I know outrage is, I always know that outrage is going to happen. I know exactly what I'm doing and the consequences of my action. I tell people not to reciprocate what I've done. Ah, so he's a smart, I'm smarter than all y'all. I got this figured out type. And so, yeah. And if you look a little bit more into it, he's basically saying that that sentence saying outrage is the only way, it's the quickest way to blow up, Right. What's scary about what he said is the fact that it's actually true. All your other TikToks didn't do nothing. But when you did this, you got millions of views. Mm-hmm. And you got the attention you was looking for. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so 
that's the the scary part about that is that it worked. Even me uh retweeted and tweeted something that was like, damn. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? And then think about bruh from a couple weeks ago that yeah. fake like he was giving the um the homeless dude the meal. You remember that? Yeah. He faked like he was giving the homeless dude a meal, went viral. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so my thing is like, damn, what's the next step? What? I don't but I don't think it's fair to say you're gonna go viral because we're doing uh, they're going viral. It's nothing new that disrespectful and graphic and violent things go viral. Mm-hmm. Like if you act the ass, you are gonna go viral before somebody that's doing what they're supposed to be. Yeah. Right? So he could think, oh yeah, well, this is the only way to go viral. But it's like you're only going viral because of how ridiculous it is. That's the thing. So I feel like I I get what he's saying, but you can't do what you're doing and for so long. Like, and I think you're right when you talk about the crack rock because he's just looking for a quick hit. I'm just looking for that hit. You're and not I'll looking to anything. build something that's gonna stay viral. You're just trying to just at one point just had a spotlight hit you. So did you did y'all see when it hit me? It was on me. It's like a I'll do anything to get it too type situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I will do anything to go viral. And you know what he said? I know very well that I'm putting my life at, at risk and I'm telling other people not to do it. Yeah, so look, that's why I say, oh, he's a, uh, oh, you, you're, it's like fam. Is that what people are doing now? And you know what the bad thing is? I just don't it's know like what's fam. next. Fam? Why would you do that? I mean, hey. Uh, if that shit happened over here, it, it would be a local news story. Well, maybe it depends on what house you go into. Because y'all know if somebody were to run into your crib like this, you can't just shoot them unless they're coming at you, right? I just feel like if he would have walked into my crib and I shoot him, I'm going to go to jail and be in jail sick. Like, damn, the laws mm-hmm. is built different out this joint. Nah, I did the uh, the concealed carry. <laughs> um, the last concealed carry class that I took, the dude said, if you shoot somebody, it doesn't matter if you're completely right. They will put you in handcuffs, and you're going to go to jail. You will not be in general population. But they have to lock you up because you killed somebody. You shot somebody. Yeah. So, look, that just may, I only bring that up because it's like, damn, it just, if, if, some pe- if people look at it like that, you could see like a purge type of situation where people are looking at laws and what, what it says we can't do versus mm-hmm. what we can do and what is the legal response yep. and what's... Because people do not want to go to jail for responding to you. Look, a random motherfucker walk through my front door and you pop his ass. If he just walked through right now and be sick as shit, like, what are you doing, bro? Bounce. But Terrence, you not going to be thinking that. If somebody random walk in here, you're going to be thinking, all right, I'm tra- this nigga's about to rob me. Uh, Somebody got the drop on me. They, this motherfucker might have been staking out my house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You if might somebody think- like him walk in my crib, they got lucky. That dude was like, Guys. I would catch a. I would. I would. I would probably. I'm not gonna. Like if I. I'm not gonna shoot anybody. And it I, was, I wouldn't shoot him. I would fight him though. Mind you, though, T. It was we, not. I we'd be racking in that. Joke. It was not just him. It was him and like three other kids. Would have fought all of them. Can't. This is my thing. This is what I always said. You not keeping it a hundred. Somebody ran in your crib. Somebody runs in your crib. In 2023, you gonna think that these motherfuckers either trying to kill me, rob me, hurt my family. Thinking like, yo, at a certain point, I gotta see it. Otherwise, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, I wanna, I wanna try and make a survival move. <laughs> so you gonna kill them? Who? The motherfuckers that's coming in your crib? No, nah, I'm just saying, like, say three kids come in my crib. Shit, all right. Which one of y'all got distracted? Go to the gas station. None of you. 
Terrence we fighting and y'all got into a fight with an old motherfucker. This 14-year-old niggas is shooting people in D.C. stealing their car. See? 14. Yeah. Uh, but, like, you you better not run up in somebody's crib with your bare hands, though. So nah, like, yeah. But that's what bro's doing. I'm giving, That's what he's doing. He that's said, what like, he's I doing. know I'm putting my life on the line. Fam. Good luck, bro. Good, hey, look. Good luck. Hey, hey, look. It's not looking very good, bro. <laughs> good luck. That crack rock. That's that crack rock. But, um... I'm trying to go viral. Let me smack you on, on the camera. And they just say twins twins get mad at each other and smack each other after one says. You're going to be on. You're not going to go viral. You're just going to be on random pages. Crazy clips. Fight clips. Mm-hmm. My, my, I'm going to be on the Hollywood Unlocked. <laughs> hey, y'all. Shit is. Shit is. <laughs> it's me in the video. <laughs> me. <laughs> okay. So I was at. I went to the uh, doctor with my mom the other day. Just took her up there. And. I seen this guy named Mr. Fuller that used to always come in the store when mm-hmm. I, that, that I used to work at. He used to always bring cookies, and he used to bring them joints hot every morning. Mm-hmm. And it was an everyday thing. He would bring these, these cookies. And, I, and to see him, he's an older dude. So whenever I see him, I'm like, yo, it's really good to see him, you know? And he always show love when I see him. And, like, for real, for real, like, whenever I seen him, like, I've been in moods where I'm up and moods where I'm just completely over it, especially mm-hmm. in that store. Every time I seen him, I would clean it up. Like, every time I seen him, he got the same energy from me. And the reason why is because his age, based on my principles, just brings an automatic respect level that I cannot go below. You know? Like, I told Terrell I wanted to have a conversation about being a man in your relationship with older men. You know? Only because I was telling Terrell, like, when you become a, a, a man and you know you're a man, like, you know you're not boy anymore. You know you're not 18, 19. You're, you're not a, a young a, a man, man anymore. Yep. It's like you look at the older men in your life different and you look at the stuff they do different and you start understanding what's going on. Fellas, I know all of y'all, if you have your mom and dad in your life, you start seeing your father do certain shit that you wouldn't do. You yeah. might not do that with your lady your father for, forget your mother's whatever plans you start or some shit and you see this nigga like what's the big fucking deal you're like hold up you actually fucked up all men fuck up yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know uh-huh. and it's like you once you start being able to notice certain things like that uh i feel like that is a very eye-opening period in your life because you gotta start making decisions for yourself for real Mm-hmm. And I was telling Terrell, when you get advice from an old dude, right, it's like you get to a point where you're getting advice from him and you kind of like have this certain level of automatic respect because I'm a boy and this is a man. So I automatically respect what you say. But once you become a man, mm-hmm. older dudes start just, it just sounds like, not that you can't take their advice because I feel like the the topic has to support it, but... Advice from older dudes can be hit or miss. 100%. Hit or miss. Go ahead, No. that. 100%. You, gotta, you get to a point where you've had experience that's yeah. different. I think my first realization of that was when I started talking to my dad about school. You know? Yeah. Then we started. My dad was, is, is, to this day, would be like, dude, you got a degree. You can go and do X, Y, Z. 
and you got your degree. And he'll tell my sister, she's got this degree. She need to be. And it's like, yo, getting a degree is not, in terms of the weight, it don't weigh like it used to. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like a lot of our parents, and shout out to everybody, a lot of our parents that are, um, damn, what am I trying to say? Baby boomers. Are um, kids or they, their parents were immigrants. Okay. They have sometimes, my, I talk about it all the time, but. I'm about to say, we, I, I don't want to start the conversation about the go to school thing. No, 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 yeah. I'm just saying they have yeah. like antiquated, this is what you need to do, the points of views. And that's a lot of times where we first start to be like, all right. Yeah, all right. I'm kind of detaching from your view, your viewpoint. Yeah. Y- yeah. Yours, now you get ready to talk about something that's a little bit more not your family, though, just men in general. Yeah. Like, I run into old dudes and talk to old du- older guys all the time. I actually fuck with talking to older men. I don't know about you, bro. One of the things that I love to see, and I said it on my uh, Twitter. I'm going to say it here. I love to see black men showing love to they women. You know? Mm-hmm. I just love to see it, bro. We got a bad reputation out here. It don't look good for us. <laughs> but when you see a brother that really I would cares, not agree with that. Go ahead. I'm not trying to say that we're, you know, I'm not. Don't make it seem like we got a bad reputation. You wouldn't say that we black men have a bad reputation for dating Mm -hmm. and stuff? I think there's a misconception about us, but reality is offline. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's literally all I'm trying to say. Like, I'm not trying to throw a blanket statement out there. I know you probably, you know, looking out for a message. (laughs) And I'm not going, you know. (laughs) But I love to see that. This dude was at the gym, came outside, stopped the girl. You could tell she was on, on her Oh, you're stopping me, you know? Turned around, and I couldn't even see what was said, but I know he hit her with the, either the, I don't usually do this, or he hit her with the, I couldn't let you leave without. And I saw her take her phone out. She was he, she was smiling when she was going to her contact list or whatever she was looking at. And then he, he took the number, and look, he was like, I said, yo, he gave her the phone back. <laughs> and, like, when he walked away, I started roll my window, but I, I'm not gonna. I didn't want to say nothing like right after, but I'm like, damn, I was proud of shit as this nigga. He was older, like maybe like a little bit older than me, maybe like of a thirties, like mid thirties, that late thirty, yeah. But I was gonna tell. I was. I really wanted to talk about how like when you interact with older dudes every day, you start realizing that some of these old dudes, the age is it, you know, mm-hmm. but it don't really mean shit. There's other aspects with older dudes that I feel like you got to kind of, like, learn when you get older, too. Like, I feel like older dudes can be unintentionally disrespectful, you know? hmm And they're not really intending on doing it, but they are. Like, you an old dude, but low-key you being disrespectful, but it's cool, you know? Old dudes say things out of line, you know? They get I've away a, with shit. Yeah. I've been with my girl before, and I've had an older dude say, what do you say, Terrell? I wasn't with y'all. <laughs> oh, if I could be you for one day. Remember that? You ain't remember that? Oh, you did tell me about that, yeah. Yeah, oh, if I could be you for one day. Yo, that's disrespectful. But he an old dude. So I'm not going to be like, <laughs> think about what that actually means. Yeah. <laughs> what you telling me? You trying to fuck my girl? <laughs> All I need is one day. And I know what I'll be preoccupied with. <laughs> He's telling me I don't need the relationship. <laughs> Just one day. Please get the fuck. But hey, look, that's funny as shit. Am I, I just realized. Snap on, am I gonna snap on him? No, because he's an old dude. You know, he's OG. I'm in the gym the other day. I was gonna tell y'all this because this is the this is where I think your respect 
the respect for for older dudes kind of mm-hmm. kick in. Like, we in the gym, and I used to, you know what I'm saying, in a relationship I was in before the one I'm in now, you know, we'd be in the gym together, and one of these mm-hmm. old niggas in that joint used to definitely be somebody that would just be, you know, you looking longer, you saying shit, you coming over to me saying shit, feel me? Nah, yeah. You, yeah. Anyway, 100%. <laughs> anyway. That's how they do. I never really caught attitude or nothing. I never say nothing. You know, I'm walking by, I'm looking at you, I know what you're looking at, I know the, I know, I know the energy. It's like, okay, bet. Now, like, the respect level not really there. Me and my girl walk by, he gonna look at her ass, whatever. Like, That's what come with the game. It, I mean, it comes with it, but also I understand the respect level. I'm, I'm, I'm saying maybe it's, it's just me, Terrell. If you walk by with your girl, I'm not gonna look at your girl ass with you walking with her, to be honest. But you know me. If nah, you know, no, I'm saying if I didn't know you. If you're in a public setting, like y'all could be on U Street, whatever, you just know that men are gonna look. That's true. You and know like, I know once I get past you, you're going to look. But when you look in, in my face knowing, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking, I'm not, look, because this is my thing. Oh, okay. In a gym, men going to look regardless. I'm just not saying, yet. it's the one, like I said, it's the respect level. I'm not going to look at your girl while you walking with your girl. I'm going to look when y'all get back that way, both of y'all facing that way. That's just how, I, you know, that's just it. Because it's a respect level. Now, yeah, that is true. If I'm looking at your girl while you're walking with her, low key, I don't respect you. I do what the fuck I want. Now, yeah. And that's what these older dudes do and this old dude in the gym was doing that but guess what sometimes the t- the tables will turn i'm in the gym yesterday and look i never forget i know i don't forget stuff i'm in the gym yesterday and now you in here with your piece right you in here with a gym. I'm, you know I'm, same somebody that same was in- dude but oh, like okay. it's it's just time has went by you oh know? yeah and now you in here with your piece because this is my thing i didn't even know it was your piece i don't know you know what i'm saying i'm at the fountain this joint comes to the fountain and like is waiting for me or something. And she said, Oh nah, you good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm wasn't talking in this. Yeah. I said, Oh nah, you good. Uh oh, she said, Oh nah, you good. And then when I look back, here comes bruh standing right behind her. <laughs> off the yeah, I don't know what she came over here for. And I'm like, Oh, you in this joint <laughs> with her. And I ain't gonna lie, y'all. Sometimes I'm not gonna I, whatever. All I'll say is my opportunity to be petty was right there. It was right there the whole time. But because of his age, because he's an older dude, I just felt like it would be mad disrespectful. (laughs) Like, think about it. He walked past with this girl, and it's the same thing. Like, I have an opportunity to disrespect you, but, like, because you older than me, I know that when you was doing it, to me, you like just this old. Ah, uh, yeah. You get what I'm saying, Terrell? Yes. When you was doing it, you was this old dude, mm-hmm. right? And if I do it, I'm I'm young and reckless, but I understand it because I feel like respect kind of shifts a little bit with, and it's definitely disrespectful for him to be looking at my girl for sure. But then again, not really. Just maybe in my face. But also, you know, I'm thinking when I get older, I'm going to lose my slick skills. Yeah. I watched my dad do it. Me me and my dad was in the mall like two years ago. And we walked past and I'm like, yo, like (laughs) you hot. You real hot with it. So getting a little hot in this jump. You got on that fat ass sweater. That's why I try to tell the nigga. Go ahead. We never going to get it. We never going to get a deal. I know. right? (laughs) 
But yeah, I feel like when you get older, your slick skills get a little. Nah, yeah, hard. you get a little, you get a little rusty. Mm-hmm. Like you're not as quick. If I was looking at your girl, right? You didn't know me. I'm looking at your girl. It'd be different than an older dude looking at you. You got you understand the difference between those two, right? Like it's like, all right, this is an nah, old yeah. dude probably just low key can't control himself. But the young dude, I don't give a fuck. I just know you're gonna look. Even the if you young looking, dude, okay. Even if you looking in front of me, it's I just know you're gonna look. I'm not territorial like like that. I know what's mine. I don't give a fuck if you look or not. Yeah. And I'm not territorial either. I, I feel like you could look. It's just a, to me, it's the blatant. Terrence does trip on respect. Terrence does not like to be disrespected or what he thinks is being disrespected. I wouldn't like, I just don't like things being done to me that I wouldn't do to other people. And I feel like you wouldn't like if it was done to you. Nah, yeah. But everybody, not you. That's true. That's true. That's you true. know? So some people will test you. Some people got nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, I'm not going to give you the attention you want because you're not going to get the attention you want from her. But my thing is, all right, bad. What you, how far you, how far you want to take it? You know, you gonna take it there for a look? No. Yeah. That's what, that's my thing. That's like the we, thing. Yeah. We walking, right? Me and her, we walking and then bruh looks at her and looks at me and I look at him and I just stay on it. You know, it's not like I'm eyeing you down, but it's just like, I'm gonna make, eye, I'm not afraid to make eye contact with you. I look at every nigga that look at my girl, whatever. I will say this. I don't like the nigga that's too, oh, you looking at my girl. Yeah, me you know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, nigga, you got a bad one. Niggas are going to look. Right. Just act like you had a bad bitch before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The niggas that's like, it's like, nigga, don't nobody want your girl for real. Like, she's fine, but like, we see you with her. So, w- niggas just going to look. That's true. But the looking thing- is nothing, but I understand niggas getting spicy a little bit in situations. Like, we standing there. Because you low-key that nigga. Nah, tell look, we standing, I'm going to show you. We standing there, it's this nigga by your girl like this. He's standing this close to your girl. That's never acceptable. He, this nigga just waiting for a sandwich or something. I'm the type to be like, hell no. Let me get right here real quick. I'm going you know? yeah, to pull her close and look at you like, you good? It's, but only, only, only bring that up because there's <laughs> some dudes that's like, she fine. The line going to move. Nah, I don't like bro breathing. Oh, you mean like in the Chipotle or if we in line somewhere, niggas be way too close. And that's what I mean by like with these older dudes, bro. Old oh, dudes, nah, yes, that's true. They do stuff like that where it's like, you're coming up, oh, you know what you need to go see when you're working, when you're, when you're, I used to see what you, what mm-hmm. you're doing. And okay, we at the water fountain now, and now your shorty's looking at me with the glossy, with the glossy eyes. And now I'm looking at you and I'm like, low key. I feel like I could return some petty shit, but I'm not going to do it. Not gonna and do I it. only bring this up, y'all, to say that when you young, you know, I feel like respecting older people comes with a lot of your values versus mm-hmm. just his age versus my age. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it comes with your values. Like, it comes with, like, the way that you move on respect. Because once you get the opportunity to do some disrespectful shit, you could just do it. You could just play the, this was done to me, so I'm going to do it back to them. But, like, I feel like uh, the reason why we use the older men angle is to just show that sometimes respect is bigger than the situation. It's, be, it's bigger than, you know. Uh, old, somebody, yeah, they'll try to sun you, too. Yeah. They'll try to make it. You ever, had, you ever be with your girl and then an older dude is trying to give you advice? And but what you do in that situation? 
Take the advice. And you just let him do, because he's, he's an old nigga. Oh, but Terrell, but guess what? If he was a young dude and he's like, yeah, bro, see, you're not doing your, your squats right, so you got to make sure you do it in front of your girl. You'll be like, okay, yeah, I'm going to add that. We good. <laughs> <laughs> you see? No, nah, yeah, but OG, you like, okay, OG, but see, that's right, a, you, you that's with the it. thing, too. Like, old people do get the benefit of that. Like, when I used to work, I used to have this dude named uh, Enoch. Shout out to Enoch. He still work up there. But, like, he was 70. Come check me out. He was 70. And I knew if I go to a certain employee and say, hey, we not doing this no more. They'll be like, for real? Dang, uh, y'all taking that away? I bet I won't wear my AirPod on the floor no more. If I go to him or if I need you to work a shift, I need you to work in the morning instead of night. Damn, bro. All right, bro. I got you, bro. Yeah, young. If I go to, the, to him, he'll be like, what the fuck, man? You fucking me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yo, I'm sorry. <laughs> but you kind of let them get their shit off. Even my dad does the same thing. Like, yeah. he's retired. But he still works, and mm. he be cursing people out in there. But they just probably be like, "Oh, I just I always felt like I hope he's cool." I know he get away but with shit. Cause I walk in there and I'm like, "Y'all good?" <laughs> All right, All right, bet. Cause yeah, <laughs> I just know him. You know, he might have a short fuse. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what he wants to do. <laughs> like, yo, he might have a short fuse. Dead ass, man. That's the yeah. it's a slippery slope of what to tolerate and what not to. It really is. Last week, I felt like I got in some hot water about the John Moran situation. This dude was like, Terrence coming back to... I saw that. He was like, Terrence coming back to the podcast. It was this dude moping. I hope y'all don't think that I'm affected in any way by last week's podcast or the... Look, how are you going to respond this week, Terrence, to the backlash? To the backlash? I don't think that there was any backlash. Terrence is... He's just the most... I just feel like that, you know, we, we all agree. Y'all know the person that's like, let him, just leave it alone, y'all. We let all him, look, we all agree that John Morant made a mistake and that he needs to pay for his mistakes and put the guns down. We all agree with that. Only thing that I am saying that I will add to the tail end of this conversation is that older men speak from that old, they speak from up here. They are speaking from way up here. And sometimes, you know, the things that's happening very low, you know, there's a little, mm -hmm. there's a miss in the middle. So, like, even with the John Morant situation, a lot of people was making it seem like I was capping for Ja, but really, my critique is for older men, you know, with older or, or the older men in the media and how that they re, and how they responded because I felt like they responded like old old men, you know, say old men. I don't feel a like part, they responded yeah. like allies to Ja. That's a it. part of what you were saying. What was saying. That. I get I get all the criticism. Like I get it. I'm just saying when older men give you criticism. You got to take that shit with a grain of salt because you're oh, you an OG. I get it. Like you, It's like dad telling you, you quit your job? How can you survive? <laughs> they don't know. So they're going to tell you, you are an idiot. But they don't know. And that's but why I sometimes said, they I can't be right. too mad at you. Okay. Thank you, OG. Sometimes they be right, though, and you need to listen. They do. They do. They most of the time are right, y'all. They most of the time are right. And the, the, the OGs in the John Moran situation was right. Stop tweeting me. Stop Saying, bruh, there's no way that I'm going to let you get that off, bruh. Ja was wrong, bruh. It's because, Terrence, <laughs> you saying you agree, but if y'all go back and watch, you, was, you wasn't staying on the fact that you agreed longer than you stayed on the fact that we were all haters. So We all can agree that Ja was wrong based on the NBA because he has a job, right? And not because of the other things. He was wrong because he has a job. He That's was wrong. Yeah. Niggas yeah. shouldn't be acting like that, period. See, this nigga young boy went out there and said, I'm scared of people. 
my music people. Do you remember that? And now it's bitch, let's do it? He is. I mean, you're talking about two different situations. Why did you do that? And then when people called that interview bullshit, it was like, nah, he trying to grow. See, this is the this is the shit that I mean, this is shit that people be talking about. Terrell, just stop. You're just an old nigga. Why don't you go get some uh Oh my god, now it's me and Terrence. That's what you need to think about. One day you'll be that old nigga that's still on your podcast talking. <laughs> it's funny, it's somebody that's you. watching that's like, look, he still don't get it. He still he don't get it. He still don't get it. <laughs> There are people that are gonna say he did that whole topic just to get back to job. <laughs> nah, but I just, one day you will be that old nigga, and might to some people already be. Mm -hmm. But that's why I said, cause you're 29 now. Me understanding that I gotta take an old man's advice with a grain of salt, that means that I know that they're gonna be taking my advice with a grain of salt. I'm an old dude. The same way we learning to communicate with these older dudes. Is it wrong to know how to communicate with them? Try to be ahead of communicating with them later? Because that's what I feel like I'm doing. And I feel like we're going to be easier to talk to. Me too. Because I feel like we don't come from... We come from adapting and the new world changing. You know what I'm saying? Nobody has adapted to the world. Like, I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Our generation has seen the old days and lived it. And lived the new shit. Mm -hmm. We was around when there was no touchscreen. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers was doing the T9. A, B, 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 C, C, C. Remember that? Oh, my God. That was the best way to text, though. <laughs> it was. If you had an attitude or you had a little, you tried to get in your bag, you had something to say. Y'all went out. Y'all wasn't outside when the sidekick came out and that motherfucker flipped. Or when they just finally came out with a phone, you could type a whole keyboard on? I know. You got a Y key? Remember the, remember the just brick? Just Y? Y'all went outside for the brick breaker on the uh, Blackberry. Y'all went outside Not for no that? Bullshit, or the snake. Y'all went outside for oh, snake on the Nokia. On the Nokia. Hey, Terrell. Well, you just sound like an old nigga. But do you remember <laughs> when they used to tape, when we, they had a keyboard on the, the iPod, and it was like, fuck that keyboard. That keyboard is hard as hell to type on. But it's crazy how that's our go-to these days. That's like our go-to. Oh, yeah. That keyboard. That when they came on? out with touchscreen keyboards, we was like, fuck this. I need buttons. Y'all remember that Blackberry, what was it called? The Blackberry Storm or some shit? The Blackberry. Which one? The one that was like that? It just had dope buttons, man. Whatever. Anyway, we some old dudes. It's a nigga Blackberry. out there right now that's still got a Blackberry and a Voyager Legend on right now. Yep. <laughs> Hold on, wait. I'm going to see if they go in and link my home. I'm going to go in there and get my Bluetooth set up because I got a new one. I got the warranty. I want to know. The, I want to hear the conversations that the truck drivers have that wear the overhead joint like this. Yeah. They always on the phone having a bomb-ass conversation in line with a 7-Eleven with a, with a, a Glizzy and a Mountain Dew. I'm about to say, yeah, he got two pack of Lifesavers or something. Yeah. <laughs> Well, what they say when we they managed to hold all their snacks in that they one got hand. All of them in one hand. <laughs> but look, and look, we sound, we definitely sound like the old dudes, and we talking about Blackberry. Nah, yeah, you see how the evolution of. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all. So I think everybody has seen the news on ATL. Fast Ten, the latest film in the Fast and Furious franchise is out. It is getting. The Fast and Furious reviews, if y'all know what that means. People yeah. love it. People feel like it's ridiculous or whatever. I heard that joint is terrible. I'm definitely hearing a lot of uh, different things about it, but the one thing that I really wanted to talk about was what Ludacris said on the All The Smoke podcast about why they continue to make these Fast 10 films. I'll let y'all check it out. Why do y'all keep doing these movies? That's the dumbest fucking question in the world. I'm going to mm. tell you why. Because no matter what industry we in, podcast, music... Movies, it's all about a bottom line. On, it's man. all about how much you spend compared to how much you, you make. make. Right. 
We're making billions of Mm-mm. fucking dollars. That's why every time. Bro, and I'm saying that like I'm just giving you my heart. I'm not I'm not trying to brag or nothing. Right. So when you say why do y'all keep That's why. When some of y'all keep saying why the fuck do y'all keep shooting these movies? Let me tell you why. Cuz if you spend 200 million and you make a billion, right. who the fuck is you going to tell to stop <laughs> shooting movies right. when you make it 800 oh, motherfucking million dollars yeah. every time? How? I need people to stop asking that question. Fat Luda? Fat Luda? Fat Luda? I like it. I like it. I told Terrell that's the horse. No offense to Luda. I'm saying that's the horse's mouth, you know? You, you heard it right yeah, from the horse's right mouth? Right from the source right there. I think what he said was plain as day, and we want to speak on it, and we just want to talk about how, one, I understand. 100%. Mm-hmm. I've always understood that, too. If the movie is making uh, uh, a $200 million turn into a eight or a two billion dollar turnaround like if we got a two two if we got a 300 million dollar budget and we bring it home a billion yeah mm-hmm. i'm gonna get a movie every year because i'm bringing up do, do y'all see that that plus that's no joke not for real when you so, turn your budget around on opening weekend when your budget when a studio puts a 230 million dollar budget on a film and you make that 230 back between thursday friday and saturday and everything else is gravy? Man, I'm telling you. They give you another shot. I understand the business out of it. And I've been somebody that said, damn, they're making another Fast and Furious. Because we don't actually come from films being like that, Luda. Uh, films have always been about bottom line. But I just don't remember hearing that type of language. Around. Nah, yeah, for sure. And that just gives you the idea of where the industry is now mm-hmm. and you can see it in the lack of storytelling they don't give a fuck what they're doing these scary movies are, the horror genre has taken over box office why because 18 to 35 year olds are still doing date nights and what mm-hmm. we do let's go to dinner and then, somewhere or let's go see that scary movie that came out yeah they're not going to see flowers of the killer moon like us mm-hmm. They're not going to go see the new... They're going to go see Greta Gerwig's Barbie because it's got some nostalgia. It has to have some element of something for me to go outside of storytelling. You're also... Now people are competing with the at-home versus what you show me in the theater. Mm -hmm. If you show me a regular man-meets-woman story in a theater... That theater experience is going to compete with me just keeping Shorty here and we watching the man-meets-shorty movie here. Mm -hmm. Or we could go and see... The Chainsaw Massacre joint, and when we go out, it's actually a fun thing. It's more eventful, too, to yeah. watch a scary movie with people. So we understand how movies are all about the bo- uh, the bottom line. Like, it's all about box office. It's all about making your money back. We're Ooh. not talking about a $50 pay down to get 5000 back. We're talking about $200 million being put towards, hey, we need some of that back. And if y'all seen producer list, what they go through to get movies made, you have a lot of people to pay back. And when you don't, there's definitely you gotta you still have to face that. You know? I right. feel like what's the name still dealing with, with that uh what's his name? Um Terrence, you you don't I forget his name. But all right, Last let's get to the on. let's get to the shits. You don't agree with this nigga. Nah, I'm well, well I do. This whole no, oh yeah, that's true. Wait, wait, wait. Say what saying, the fuck you don't really want to say. I'm not saying I I'm not saying that I agree. I'm saying I understand. What you're saying from a business standpoint, I think what people like Ludacris and a lot of people that might look at that that statement might what they might not see is that 
the the art will slowly die when you move in that way. Because mm-hmm. I told Terrell, let somebody come through Luda's crib talking about they want to be an artist, you know what I'm saying? And they taking all these shortcuts. He's talking about using AI. Oh, yeah, I could just use AI for this. Oh, yeah, I could just, you know, sample this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to just sample that. And, yeah, that's just, that's just going to pop. Yeah, they're going to love that. Luda will probably take the old dude route, the OG route, and say, you know, you know, with this music stuff, you got to be passionate. It's got to be your drive. You know, I eat, sleep, and breathe music. You know, I do this. I'm not doing it just for the money. I'm doing it for the love of music. I, got, I bet he got the, the, the music. The, tre- the treble. What treble the treble clef? I bet he got the treble clef tatted on him somewhere. It's like for your art form, Luda, you would tell people that it's about, you know what I'm saying, loving what you do. No, yeah. You know? These movies. 100%. It was kind of underwhelming to hear you say, we're making billions of dollars. Because now, we're not, now we know, okay, me coming to the theater is not to support y'all film. Like, y'all will say, support the film. We had a great time making it. We loved it. Support what we, we, we want to give to y'all. Nah, Luda. Mm-hmm. You just let us know exactly why y'all are making these movies. Because you're going to make the most ridiculous thing ever. Because you know people are going to come and see it. He didn't tell a lie. All I'm going to say is it just, in my opinion, it, it you- makes me definitely not want to go see the movie now. It lets you know that it's some bullshit. First of all, I'm going to just say it straight up. Ludacris is a terrible actor. He's never been a good actor. Ludacris was in the first Fast and the Furious, mm-hmm. um, the, which was, I'm sorry, not the first, but his first Fast and the Furious was Too Fast, Too Furious, where he played... Uh, uh, the D. the nigga that has the uh the garage. He was with uh the Asian chick. Remember, mm-hmm. that was cool because you was a rapper. You was the ludicrous. Get back, get back. You don't know me like that. We wasn't too far removed from that. So you were the John Singleton cultural move. Mm-hmm. Okay, why are we trying to shit on Ludacris's uh acting career? Because this nigga sucks. Hold and, up, hold on, wait. Okay, okay, okay. But like, yeah, you're right. Okay, but let but, me just but, say come this. On. This is what I'm gonna say. You were the John Singleton cultural move. That, that's the only reason why you're in this movie. We have culminated movie after movie after movie with y'all who not good and they, actors, and, and now the story not even good. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, bro, look at the reviews from that shit, bro. People are saying that that's one of the worst theater, th- worst films they have seen. And you know what's crazy? They made $250 million over the first weekend. That don't matter. You know who loved the movies? Everybody overseas. They going... Japan loves Fast and the Furious. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to make a billion dollars. They're going to make it. And, and I'm going to do another sit one. here and act like the movie probably isn't funny, fun. It's explosions. It's races. It's all of that. Like, not racist. I meant racist like not driving racist. Sorry, <laughs> y'all. But I'm sure there's a lot to just sit and enjoy with the movie. I mean, even now, the most... Re- if If... They could have Toretto pick up a car with his bare hands and just move it a little bit. And, like, you didn't see what happened in the trailer? The uh, helicopter, right? Yeah. The helicopter put a fucking, you know how the joints will shoot a spear and it's like now it's a rope connected to you? Oh, okay, yeah. Like They shot a spear in the back of his uh, trunk. So he's and riding. then the other helicopter came and shot a spear in the back of his trunk. And they start pulling the car off the floor. This nigga hit the torque. And the car goes and look, the helicopters crash together. Oh my god! <laughs> oh Honestly, my god! It's funny as shit that they do shit like that. That was in the trailer. I don't even know they made the cut, but stuff like that is, I feel like, what's gonna get people in the seats because they know it's gonna be a big spectacle. It's gonna be a big splash. So look, I don't think that what Ludacris said was wrong. I just feel like 
there's a there's a very dark shadow over what he said, which is people are gonna get a win, people are gonna catch wind that okay, y'all are just making movies for money. Like right. I feel like the majority of the people that's watching movies, they don't know y'all just making a scream and a Halloween again because of the money. They think, yep. oh, they're making a, a scream again. You know? But when you have your actors out here saying that we're making billions of dollars, all right, bet. If I was Ludacris' director or producer, I'd be like, ah, let's be easy on the money play. You know right. what I'm saying? Because it's you don't evident, wanna, but chill. Yeah, chill, because we, we know. But, like, now they're going to know, I'm, am I coming to support the film because you love acting, Luda? And you want right. to progress as an actor? Or you're just existing over here for the money? So, look, my and 100%. thing is this, Why should I give a fuck about the art? Like, would you want us to give a fuck about... Or would you, Luda, give a fuck about music if you knew bro was just doing it for the money? No. You would tell that young cat that he shouldn't. And you know what? The reason why I have an issue and the reason why I'm critical of Ludacris in this situation is because you came out and when you did your little freestyles and stuff, you spoke about mumble rappers. You were talking, they mumbling now. You know how Ludacris rapping, they mumbling now. Yeah. You said that because they was doing damage to the art, but you don't give a fuck. About this art that y'all doing damage to, cause you suck at this. Terrell is a nigga sucks, man. I like Ludacris. He's a great guy. As an actor, (laughs) you suck. When you say, if y'all seen that movie with him, (laughs) he's a this. I like the nigga. If y'all, Terrence, you didn't get to see that movie with him and and Queen Latifah. Ever since Terrell watched the movie with him and Queen Latifah, he's been against Ludacris. I said, I'm done with this nigga. He's terrible. He's a great rapper though. He has hits. He, he 100% has hits. He 100% has hits. But there was a tweet that was going around on Twitter that I wanted to talk to Terrell specifically about because I feel like Terrell talked about this in a, in a way. But the tweet stood out to me, so I'm going to read it for y'all. I mean, I feel like it'll stand out to y'all too. It says a couple Just read pe- it. Why do you do that? I don't know because look, I could read it, but I'm just trying to get them prepared for what I'm about to read. Because look, it's like you, you, you ever listen to a podcast? You sound like the nigga that's trying to make the... Uh, it might stand out to you. You're trying to make the thousand word requirement? I don't say shit when you talk. Do you think you say everything perfect? You don't. But go ahead. Come on. More critiques. Let's hear it. And then you let me know when I'm free to try again. You're free to try again. Look. <laughs> it says a couple people have asked me to build on Bronny and having a white girl. I'll make it short. So it's basically about... Bronny, who took a picture with oh yeah he went his, to he went to the prom was a white girl with his girl from la- same girl from last year I believe yeah he put first there's nothing wrong with that you should date who who makes you happy this is America second I'll say that black celebrities are not who you think they are they talk black and they dance black and they live in white communities and their children go to mostly and their mm-hmm. and their children go to school with mostly white rich children and it's nothing wrong with that. You're supposed to want better for your children, but the black children are not their parents at all. I keep telling you, classism is the real convo in America. Bronny has more in common with his pretty wit, rich white girl than he does with 90% of black American kids. Bronny is in the 1%. His dad is from the inner city, but the children are black suburban kids. And not your regular suburban children either. These black children are richer than most white people in the whole world. Mm-hmm. Now, some rich black celebrity children try to stay true to the culture, and their life is usually, and their life usually does not go as well because they are having an identity crisis. To fit in with the culture, 
They need to dumb themselves down, and it hurts them. Bronny is staying true to who he is and not who you think he is. And I felt like, damn. He put a, he put a picture of Bronny and his girl, but then he put a picture of T.I.'s son. You know, T.I.'s son is a little rough. What's his name? Mm-hmm. I forget his name. The, young, the younger one. He's like a... Uh, and you know what? That tweet sounds like... That tweet... He said... What's, go back to the tweet. Yeah. What's the part where he said he's... They, they try to whatever? That last part. He says... Uh, some rich black celebrity rich, children... Now, some rich black celebrity children try to stay true to the culture, and their life usually does not go as well. Because they are having an identity crisis to fit in with the culture. They either need to dumb themselves. Oh, I'm sorry. They feel they need to dumb themselves down, and that hurts them. And I feel like. Who that sound like? Are you going to try to say it sound Who that sound like, Terrence? We're not going to have this conversation. But keep it up. Just keep it a buck. We're talking about rich celebrities and their kids. Now, Tam, but think about... And now you're going to turn it into a John Moran thing. I'm not saying nuts. that. I'm not, I don't want to do that because I don't want... The people would hate that if we did that. I personally disagree with you saying that John Moran is in the same category because I don't think John Moran grew I'm not up saying that he's this way. But a lot of people act like that John Moran is like LeBron's son where you came from... You nah, grew up in a mansion. Tam, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the trying to stay true to the culture and it hurting you. Now, that is 100%. We can agree on that. I'll shake your hand on that. I do. I, I've been on record. Think about it. My issue is with the media saying Ja is a thug. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But you're right. I 100% agree that Ja is trying to pursue you're right, you're and right. stay true to this Instagram culture that is doing this. But back to, yeah, back to that tweet. But I think it is a good thing to, to kind of point out because you do have a lot of black celebrities who do come from inner cities, right? Mm -hmm. And they know the culture. They, they come from it. But it doesn't always get passed down. Like, it can't because if your kids don't you, go yeah. to... You went to Prince George's County Public Schools, one of the most prestigious and one of the most culturally significant counties for black folks in the world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, um, and I don't just say that because we went to that school. It's literally the richest black county in America. So you get so many different levels of... PG County Black schools. Folks. Uh, some celebrities but, that went to PG County schools. 100%. At us. A lot of y'all favorites. Uh, but the reason why I say that is the way the culture that your parents had, you just like grew up in that. But this is the real conversation behind what he's saying because he's right. Bronny went to he went to school with all white Sierra Canyon. Yeah, like the only niggas in the school play basketball. Let's who, keep it a buck. Yeah. The only black people that or here a, are black celebrity children, or rich, rich doctors, or rich entrepreneurs. Right. And more, most of those people are not us. Unfortunately not. And that's totally fine. It's nothing wrong with that. We're just saying we look at Damn, somebody like LeBron who comes from the inner city and say his son needs to be dating a black queen. Mm -hmm. But will his son get with a... Somebody who might not be, or when his son literally does anything that might be outside of what our culture is, we'll mm. be like, we'll frown on that, but we don't think about the fact that they don't grow up like how I'm getting ready to say. We would think that their dad grew up. They ain't grow up like their dad or their moms. And that's the, but you know what? That's the case. I'm pretty sure there's some black girls at their school. You know what I'm saying? 100%. I'm pretty sure there are some. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. You're going to go after, because though, what, er what everybody is looking at. And if you got four white boys that's your friends and they all want Becca 
And they say, look, Becca's coming in. Look, she looks fucking great. You're going to be sitting back there like. (laughs) (laughs) You're just learning with everybody else. And you know what? You would think he would be eyeing the black joint, but nah, he wanted, he want what's hot. But like, I don't, I don't know, man. I just feel like you got to have that conversation with your kid about the differences. You know what I'm saying? And the, you know what I'm saying? Like, just because, I don't know, you know, like, you can't even really blame his parents because they put on what, what some would say is the best example of black love. No Mm -hmm. scandals. No public bullshit that we know about. I'm not going to put that on LeBron's uh, sleeve because it's not there. Because people are trying to make no up scandals shit. until but y'all prove different. Your mother's black. Your father treats her right. You know what I'm saying? They still together. So you had the example. But since you went to that school and you put yourself in an environment, it don't matter. That's why these NBA, these NFL, it's not the NBA players as bad as the NFL. These niggas from the NFL. You say the N-word more than me. I'm just going to say that. Honestly, like bro. you're not even trying. I'm not even trying. But. Go ahead. These dudes, these dudes in the NFL. These dudes from the NFL that it seemed like they have this white woman crisis where it's like, damn, never brother in the NFL dating a white girl. When you think about the fact he went to Alabama, Rutgers, you know what I'm saying? What I'm going to look we, at. But we can't. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to make the excuse because I know it's black women there. And that's my thing. I don't think that it's not that it's not that it's I don't think that it's no black women. I just think. That's why I think Bronny is probably going to end up with a black girl. I think he's just not going to get with her until maybe later in his life. And look, it doesn't matter. But I do think if he were to, it would have to be his own type of choice because when you in school or college, the, the wave of that campus or the wave of that school is going to determine who you think is bad and who you think not. You could think, fellas, we all was in high school. And this is a fact, what I'm about to say right here. We was all in high school, and we all had that one girl that we would have talked to that you wouldn't even have told your men you would have talked to her. But you would have talked to her. You thought she was attractive. We all had that one girl that was not the baddest woman in the school, but you said, I would bang with her, but socially that wouldn't go well. You know? Like, socially it would be me talking to But was it a white girl? But would it be a white girl, or was it just a girl that wasn't that cool? And that's what I mean. Because that's the difference. I think it just wasn't a girl that was that cool. And I'm thinking about his situation. None of the girls that are black are going to be on them white dudes' radars. So I think when he look around his community and look for, he probably, he brawny, he the cool dude. He probably want the cool girl. And the community might not recognize a black girl as a no, cool yeah, girl yeah. in but that community. So I yeah. think but he that's might the not convers- see. Now you're right. And you're 100% right about that. About that being the case. It's just like, man, like I would, I would tell my son to value, I don't know, follow your heart. What if he want a white girl and he knocking on your door and you got to, you know, how are you? Come my in. Child would, my child would not want that because if you know your history, you know what I'm saying? I have no problem with multicultural women. You know what I'm saying? Do what you want. But it when is. you do that, you about to butt it in what? But. I didn't problem. say but. <laughs> Did I say but? <laughs> I don't have a problem with it. It's just you gotta think about <laughs> you just gotta think about like the the history. For me, it's not even a perception. And I don't even like what's happening to Bronny because let's keep it a buck. Our ladies. Let's keep it a buck. This idea that Don't say they're not done that. Are you trying what you would no, 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 say? I have no I have no shit for any I'm not gonna have I have nothing bad to say. This is all I'm gonna say to our women when 
white when when black girls get with white dudes, it's always because you know what I'm saying? They're, they're, the reason is the reason, whatever. Y'all, hooray, she finally was tired of you niggas and finally going to get happy. Cool. When we date outside the race, it's not the same. And this is the myth that I want to dispel. This myth that we don't mind when y'all date outside the race. It's just when y'all do, y'all talk down on us. Let's keep it 100, ladies. There are some niggas out there that are despicable Negroes that talk down and... They, try, they, they throw shade, and they are coons. That's a fact. But y'all be having an issue with the Lawrence from Insecures, the Bronnies, the, the people that have not said anything. There's countless times. So let's just stop acting like it's only when they say something bad. Because the, the backlash that Bronny is getting as a teen is like, come on, y'all. Nah, yeah. It's just uncalled for, if you ask me. I get it, though, because I'm right, like, what y'all? I would love to see him up there with a Simone Biles-looking joint. You know what I'm saying? But and for anybody who might not be black, who might listen to this, it's not that, you know, we have an issue with, or if you ever hear us saying, like, I wonder why they say they want to see this person with this. But honestly, you know what? I think every race watching this understands this conversation. Nah, yeah, because this conversation is cool to have it's for cool everybody, to have else. everybody else. Yeah. Because we see it. Yeah. You're with y'all. You're with y'all. <laughs> I used to work with this dude who was Asian, and he said, my wife is coming. When his wife came, it was like, oh, okay. Because, of course, it wouldn't be nobody else. And that's not a problem for them. But for not us, if you say, I want this black dude to date a black girl, it's not cool. And you know what I've been noticing, Terrence? What? They don't put black people together in commercials no more unless it's erectile dysfunction. All right. We could get the Cialis commercial or the, or the Viagra commercial. It's two, a black dude and a this black girl. I guess he can't get it up for her. Shit. But, but the... Y'all gonna stop me up? How you know that's just not Pause. that company? You know? I feel you, though. <laughs> but I'm not trying to get on her. Nah, yeah. And then let me tell you what else they did. I went to the Tropical Smoothie, and I ordered a... <laughs> like, this nigga's really having a... He's telling me all his moments now, you know? <laughs> My bad, y'all. Got a little passionate. But you said you do have, like, a, a thing, right? Nah, yeah, I did want to ask you some of these questions, man. Honestly, this, I was uh, looking at these non-cliche twin questions for adults, and I said, damn, you know what? Some of this stuff, people don't even know about us. You know what I'm saying? Or we just conversations we never had, you know? Like, this is a random one right here. Look, it says, what are Hold you— Hold should we— I mean, is that how you want to start it? Just, just with a random one? Nah, yeah. I would, these are just questions that I wanted to ask you. You know what I'm saying? They're twin questions, though, y'all. Yeah. That's what I just said. Did you? Fuck okay. out of here. My bad. Um, what are your thoughts on the portrayal of twins in movies and pop culture? Do you feel that it accurately presents the real experience, or are there aspects you find unrealistic or oversimplified? Definitely think they dra they, they, they add the dramatic, what are they, over-dramatize? Mm -hmm. The twin thing, the, the, telep the, the twin telepathy... The twins talking at the same time. Me and Terrell rather, rarely say the same shit at the mm -hmm. same time. And when we do, it's just whatever. People think that when twins say the same word at the same time, they just both stopping. And they just, or they just start moving the same way or some shit. Like, it really is nothing. We don't think the same. We don't. I can't say. Is that motherfucker talking about me? Let me tell this nigga. <laughs> and then Terrell say, hey, yeah, you know what? I'll probably get the fried rice with the. 
Nah, but Hold it up. Tele- Code not- red. Telepathy is kind of real in a sense. Like when t- both Terrence car accidents, that whole time my palms were sweaty. Not even making it up. I'm sitting in the SDR, and which was our little, little sales room. But I'm sitting there and my palms are sweaty. And then he calls me and says he got an accident and I have to go. So that's a little real. But they do like they do make it like a holy shit twins. Yeah, twins. They wear the same thing. They saying the same thing. And they're normally one personality. And they're normally like, think if you think about when you, I guarantee the twins in most films and shows are written for the same thing. And they don't say twin one and twin two. Most of the time it probably says the twins say this or, or it might say twin one, twin two, but it's rarely they have their own personalities outside of just being a twin. So it's understood because, you know, there's two of them. So, and we felt this way when we was little about the representation of twins. Like watching Sweet Life of Zack and Cody was probably the closest That was dope. To, yeah, that was dope as fuck. Me and Terrell loved that show. That was probably the closest to like a real representation of like... Because mm-hmm. it was really two differences between Zack and Cody. And Cody, yeah. 100. For sure. They didn't always both These have sweet one ass of, niggas grew up listening to Zack and Cody. Y'all are tripping if you didn't watch The Sweet Life. If you didn't watch The Sweet Life, what was you watching? Martin? And you was a young ass <laughs> nigga eating... <laughs> Hot fries and now you shoot niggas. Hold on, wait till we Are watch. Happy? We watch Martin too, though. I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> you couldn't watch Sweet Life. You you telling them to put on Martin. You eating hot fries with your bad ass. <laughs> All right, look, that's just one question. The uh, it says. Are there any specific challenges or advantages you feel being a twin has brought to you, to your lives? One hundred percent. I think me and Terrell's podcast. I think our channel. Me and Terrell. I could have been a single nigga. Doing, you mean a single nigga as in like a one baby? <laughs> yeah, like a, I could have been like a, a, a just me doing videos, you know, and it might not yeah. have popped. I definitely think because me and Terrell are twins, I think y'all dig on the, the aspect of us two being the same person, mm-hmm. but completely different. But completely different. Yeah. So I would say, what do you say? Completely different. <laughs> I would say this. I would say the advantage is also the challenge, though. When it yeah. comes to this twin shit, because the advantage is that y'all look alike. The advantage is that people are all, you're going to automatically be popular. My dad used to tell us, y'all are going to be popular. Just make sure nobody gets picked on around you. That's why we always been cool. That's some real stand-up shit for him to tell us. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Because me and Terrence never was the type to be cool and let somebody get picked on. I would use my cool against you. I will just not be cool with him. I would, I would. Like, use, I'm not going to say nothing. Like, I would see, I would, I would use my, I would, my, I'm going to empty my cool. Like, if they clowning you because you got, you forgot your books, I'll be like, I forgot my books, too. Nah, yeah, I'm going I'm to join them. I'm not going to be like, hey. Nah, yeah, see, that was me. I was the A. I'm going to use my cool against you. You ugly as shit. Look at you. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. would be me. But the challenge is that. He was a Benny, a, a Benny from Sandlot type nigga. Yeah, who was you? The nigga that pitched and got cranked. Think about it. He was cool. He got cranked. <laughs> he thinks he's a savior nigga. Get his ass whooped. They whoop his ass. You sitting right next to him now. You the dog. You James <laughs> Earl Jones, son. <laughs> hey, look. The challenge is the, the advantage. When I say the advantage, the challenge is because you got to do a bunch of shit together. We have a podcast together that we have to do together. We have a channel together that we have to do shit together. And then you have to fucking share shit. Terrence and I had one Xbox 360, one PS2. They know this story, Terrell. I'm just saying. So, yeah. that's, the, that's the challenge of it. It's not always... That, to me, ain't a challenge, though. Sharing shit wasn't a, the biggest challenge. Now, 
it was the challenge a, would be. I mean, you don't have that challenge now. That's like a my sibling challenge. It was, but you got to think about it. It it humbled us in a way, though. We didn't. It did. We didn't drive in college. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Could our parents afford to buy two cars? No. We shared a car, our first car. But that's like two brothers who aren't twins can say that if they live together. That's what I'm saying. It's a, it's a disadvantage as a twin, but also it's, it's a disadvantage for the situation and family. Nah, yeah, that's true. As a twin, true. you never get your own fucking birthday. That's a, yeah. That's a disadvantage. Nah, that's for real. I yeah. want to throw my own birthday party. I want to I wanna come in and then it's happy birthday, me. Not y'all. Nah, yeah. And then you know what? Uh, I'm about to get my birthday changed. To you the know how day. somebody... 16. <laughs> 16. You know how somebody call you Terrell and you just look and people say, I didn't say Terrell. Okay, yeah. And then it's like... Two names? You know how... You know my entire life I've been called Terrence and just had to say, fuck it? I basically have two... I always tell people I basically have two names. Come on, I thought you had these joints loaded up. No, nah, I do, I do, I do, I do. Uh, let's see... You can tell he ain't got it loaded. Have you noticed any specific ways that your twinship has influenced your romantic, your romantic relationships or friendships? How do you communicate to your twin? No, how do you communicate your twin status to others to help them understand your unique connection? Think about that. Start with the first one. Right. The first question is, have you noticed any specific ways in which your twinship has influenced your romantic relationships? Influence. No. Nigga, yes. That makes you a little bit cooler. Oh, it might, but I mean, I thought influence. Okay, yeah. All right, maybe, yeah. And it's not just romantic. It's romantic relationships and friendship. Oh, okay, yeah, 100%. People yeah. don't want to be friends with the, the twins. Yeah. We've had people that's like, I just want to fuck with y'all. I just want to know y'all niggas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's that, but like also women. Women do the, the, the twin thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boy, we clean them back in the days. Oh, we would clean them up, Jack. If me and Terrence are out anywhere, I'd be sounding extra When me old. and Terrell could have really been cleaning shit up, we weren't. We weren't. We were doing this he, One of us was in a relationship. Look, we were doing this bullshit. <laughs> Look, hit the subscribe button. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, though. When me and Terrence are out places together, and then as we get older, it gets worse. If we ever out places, because it becomes more niche. Mm-hmm. But what do you think about that second question where it says, how do you communicate your status to others to help them understand? Me being a twin is something I always used to let be known quick. I used to let that be known early just because, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't want to deal with the, oh, yeah. And then, you know, people will find out and say, why didn't you tell me? Because, you Not know, yet. you don't really be thinking about the fact that you have somebody that mm-hmm. looks just like you. But for like a, for, for like a relationship and stuff like that, I don't think... No, I mean, like, it asks, like, how do you communicate y'all connection to people? Like, for me, I would say, like, me and Terrence will argue, and it will look like we are legit about to fight. Like, last week, to some, if you were in person, it's like, guys. Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. (laughs) That's how people normally respond when we get to arguing like that. Because they think, two more words, and these niggas are going to fight each other. Because anybody else would, but we don't do that. No, we won't. And then low-key, y'all be realizing, like, my girl kept saying, your voice was changing. The last part. I've she never was said that before. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> we will take it there. Me and Terrell know we're not about to get up and fight about this shit. But also, there's a certain respect level that I have for Terrell. I would never touch him. I would never strike him. I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch him. Mm-hmm. It felt like hitting me. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't he'd be like, Y'all fought? No. I would I mean we I, we went to the body before, like, 
if we fought each other, we always it would be like me hitting my brother in his body. I hit you on your fucking chest. Nice. Or slam the nigga. You know, we was young, we was restless. We yeah. was I slam him, get the belt, and we whipping each other with the belt. Nah, you yeah. know, your brother put water on you, you get mad, get water, water on him. Yeah. <laughs> we fighting with other stuff. Uh-huh. But we would never fight like that. And it's just because me and him been locked like this since we was just, you know, some swimmers, you know? Same egg. Yeah. So I wouldn't, you know, we could take it to the height of, of some shit. Sometimes we'd be like, oh shit, bro. We been yelling like shit. And everybody I know, know, yeah. You know? Uh-huh. We trying to get that together, though. That ain't really cool. Nah, yeah. It says, how do you, ex- how do you handle the expectations or assumptions that people have about you for adulthood? Like, are there any stereotypes or misconceptions? The men, like we talked about old men, and I think the craziest thing that men say is y'all share girlfriends. Y'all share a girlfriend or how about, hold on, wait, let me tell you what I would do if I had my brother because this is how I used to get down. (laughs) (laughs) And what I would do is I would have him go in a closet and I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be with it. I'm gonna get this oven ready. I'm gonna get it nice and ready. And then what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna say, I'm gonna go to the bathroom and then look, listen here. Then my brother come out and he gets some. <laughs> that is rape. <laughs> You're not thinking. And do you see how he started? Let me tell you, cause then, let me tell you how I used to get down. Cause yeah. if it was me, I'd be terrible. <laughs> oh, so you'd be out here raping? Nah, like, yeah. Uh, when people say, oh y'all share girlfriends? Nah, that's fucked up. Yeah. And what do you share a girlfriend with your brother? That's what I'm saying. No. So, like, people think that we do certain shit. Have you ever played a, who, 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 which one play the most tricks? Which one do the, yeah, nah, we ain't do that, you know? We ain't do that. It's who not who, which one of y'all was getting all the good grades? Which one of y'all was a dumbass? Damn, yeah. <laughs> who is going to be like me? And they want to see you go, look, they can't figure it out. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. No, nah, that's so good. funny. <laughs> We really been shitting on them. But that's pretty much it, T. It says, what advice would you give other adult twins? Just to close. What advice would you give other adult twins who may be navigating the complexities of their relationship? And then are there lessons or insights that you gain that you think will be valuable? Y'all are looking at me right now, and I am just a regular dude. But one day, I will be a New York Times bestseller. I know I am. <laughs> for the book that I write about being a twin. I swear, I'll put on everything. You sitting, you seeing me sitting here right now, and I haven't done it yet. And y'all gonna be able to say, damn, he manifested it just like he manifested uh, some other stuff before. There's gonna be another one. I will be a New York Times bestselling author for the book that I write about being a twin. Because I'm telling you, it's an experience in itself, and it's not what people think. My advice that I would give to older twins, any twins right now, if you watch this, if you're young, you got a brother that's close to you, you're a girl, you got a sister that's close. You don't really have to be a twin to live the twin life. Yeah. Like, all I would tell you is that your individuality and who you are, it's in there. You might feel like you're a part of this team and you've been on a team your whole life and you're watching everybody live the solo life, but you always get joined it together mm-hmm. and you start feeling like, okay, I'm my own person, but you know, I'm one of the, you know, one of the mm-hmm. guys or I'm one of the girls. Trust me, your individuality is there. Yeah. And the longer that you search for it, the quicker you'll find it. Some people mm. don't find it till they old. So that would be my biggest advice because I know the struggle, with, the biggest struggle with being a twin is finding who you are. We know who y'all are, two twins who do this, mm-hmm. who are that. But like, there's you and then there's you. And that is what's most important in yeah. your life as a twin. What's most important. Yeah. And you will battle that. I think uh, you just got to realize that you will battle that for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of what we do now. Like, um, 
We have our own content now. If y'all noticed that. District 9, turn up. Shout out to District 9. Shout out to the every. We got a brand new Patreon tier that's for all of our film and TV show content. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm doing not. my Attack on Titan reactions because that's what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And there's no pressure on him to like also do it. Yeah. Even though. I'm not mad at Come it. on, Terrence. Go ahead and Go start. Ahead start yeah. season one. <laughs> and post. <laughs> they hitting me crazy about these drinks. Look, we need two or three episodes a day, I bro. mean, yo, low-key, them episodes, it's like, all right, bet. I already seen this. Let's see what you see about the next one. You know? <laughs> Let's see what you see about the next one. But I'm doing, tra- I'm doing trailer reactions. Uh, we just doing film content. Terrence has scene analysis and breakdowns and stuff that he's got coming. So and I can't it's a wait. brand new tier on Patreon. Get that. And by this time, you're looking at the brand new vlog that's up, man. Turn up. Another vlog Shout dropping, this, man. man. Hey, look. Taz been doing it with the vlog. And you see, that's a, that's. But just to kind of stay on the conversation side of, of the. We built this together and it's still ours, but we still have like, all right, bet I'm going to do this. And sometimes it's going to feel weird, but you just got to say fucking to do it. And y'all don't realize, you know, we talked about advantages and disadvantages with being a twin. When you are, the advantage of being a twin used to be, you know, this is somebody that's like, yo, you get a partner already when you start. So we all, like, coming up with shit was always super easy. But also, the disadvantage when we got older is, and I'm, I'm sure some of my guys out there that do stuff together in groups like, uh, shout out Complex Ambition. Yes. Remember when they was, when we started, they started, it was, it was them two. And we related with them. Them three. It was Marlon, oh, Y.I., and, yeah. And there's mm-hmm. a bunch of people. Uh, Vibe Villa. Come on, Terrell. What's the other, other dudes? Well, you got Law Twins. Law Twins. Twins. In terms of that was doing what we that, did? That was doing what we did. Oh, of course, you have Dev, Sean C. Were, no, 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 I mean, but the, there, there are two or three. Oh, where there's, where there's two. Okay, you got... Um, but look, we don't got to name them. I Dead in Hip Hop is like five of them. Mm-hmm. Lost in Vegas. Yeah, I wanted to give them yep. a shout out. Mm-hmm. Um, but only reason why I bring those people up who do kind of some of the things that we did was I understood how probably hard it was to say, yo, we're going to get together and we're going to do this. Yep. Like, it can't just be a... Uh, we just go straight at it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We just going to go straight at it. Like, when you're working in a duo, it's hard. So... 100%. That's actually a very, Especially very good point. when you become an older person. Like, you now are just, you're not just school and then I'm off. You, this work, motherfucker got a life. I got I got to go to therapy <laughs> and then gym. Nah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's a funny story? I was telling my girl about this. Uh, we, was, we was asking each other, what's the most humiliating thing that's ever happened to you, right? Uh, so yeah. What's some of like your three, if you can name your three most embarrassing days, what would they be? Yeah. Right? And I was like, one of my most embarrassing days was when Miss Slaughter put me at the end of her line and I had to go to her class and her whole class was talking about me and then they sent me back downstairs to my class and I cried. Rashad was in the class. Yeah. He got on the bus and was like, it's all good, It's all good, T. You, I remember that. You stood pretty tall, T. You wasn't going to cry in the beginning. I'll never forget that. <laughs> T no, wasn't going to cry. But then they talked about, what did he say? They talked about his... I forget what it was. Well, I had a fucked up... That was fucked up. It was a fucked up experience. Anyway... The teacher was talking about him. In front this of was crazy, though, just to bring it back to the twin shit. When me and Terrence was in kindergarten, we had the same class, Miss Dykeman. The mm-hmm. same teacher, right? Yeah. First grade, my mom was like, I'll never forget her getting down on our level. She, like, like got down in front of us and was like, you're going this class and you're going that class. And we was like, fuck out of here. No, we're not. We're both going in where? And we both cried. It was terrible. But we didn't have the same class, right? Second grade to third to fourth, we didn't have the same class. They fucked around in fifth grade. And when we got that motherfucking report and it said, you in Miss Slaughter's class and I'm, I'm in Miss Slaughter's class. Dog, we had the same class. Oh, it was, was up. up. We was fifth grade up, though. Fifth grade, it's up. And let me tell you, let me tell y'all something. I don't know where she at. I got a girl. This means nothing. 
My boo listening to this, whatever. Miss Slaughter was bad as shit. Miss Slaughter was fine. Miss Slaughter was bad as shit. She knew she was precious. That was one of the first teachers I ever said. (laughs) 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 Look. (laughs) (laughs) Look. That's the 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 nod you give, bro, when you just know it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I had an old dude do this. Look, he had on these headphones. <laughs> he looking this way. He looked back and be like, look. <laughs> <laughs> I walk over to that dude. He, he came over and he was like, my goodness. My God. <laughs> Remember I told you about that dude? Those that was- are the best conversations to have in the gym, Terrell. When both of y'all see a crazy body or something and y'all say, I'm just trying to stay focused, dog. I'm uh-huh. just trying to do my work out and leave. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to do my work out and leave. Both of y'all, look, he married. Yeah, he you got married, a girl, so y'all like, whatever. Look, fuck it. <laughs> hey, I look. know. I'm, I'm in here. All right, T, come on, because I wanted to get to the, uh, we got course of action or no? No, we don't. We do not. We'll skip it because, yeah. Okay. Movie suggestion of the week. Before we get to the movie suggestion. Before we okay. get to the movie suggestion of the week, the movie season is heating up, y'all. Oh, we got a lot of th- things in the theater right now. We just had the trailers drop for uh, Oppenheimer, Little Mermaid, full trailer drop. Or is it Oppenheimer? I think it's Oppenheimer, Terrence. Okay. I don't know if it is not. The new Christopher Nolan film, Oppenheimer, just had the full trailer drop. I know y'all seen that full trailer for Little Mermaid, and y'all getting out to the theaters and seeing that. They just dropped the, the trailer for The Color Purple. The joint with Fantasia, you know what I'm saying? Haley Bailey. Who else is in that joint? A bunch of people. Taraji. Uh, the re- it's a remake, but it's, a, it's the musical one. It is Oppenheimer. Damn, I said, I was saying Oppenheimer. You're right. Yep. Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. Trailer. Full trailer for that. Full oh, trailer yeah. for Color Purple. Full trailer for Barbie. The Margot Robbie, Greta Gerwig joint. Did you say, uh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, go ahead. My bad. Uh, yep. And then Killers of the Flower Moon, mm-hmm. man. Uh, yeah. Robert Scorsese. It is a lot of good movies that are slated. We gotta mm-hmm. see if they're gonna be good or not, but there's I'm a lot excited. to be excited about. Yeah. Just for just for FYI, I did a uh, reaction for the Oppenheimer um trailer, the Oppenheimer trailer and the Killers of the Flower Moon joint. That's on Patreon right now. I was talking about just kind of like what the ex- ex- my expectations and stuff like that. If you want me to dive a little bit uh deeper into that. But I'm excited for that, man. Mm-hmm. We this got a good back end of the year set up for film. 100%. 100%. And then Sam Levinson's idol, you know, Robert Scorsese got the nine minute. A standing ovation at Cannes this past weekend uh-huh. or at Cannes Film Festival for his movie, but Sam Levinson got a five-minute ovation. Terrell is a Sam Levinson hater. He, he doesn't like oh, uh, he doesn't like Euphoria, so he is literally rooting for this man's failure. I think. I'ma just first of all, a five-minute ovation ain't shit at. And they said the five-minute ovation ain't shit, and they coming out and saying the longest was 22. Y'all, an ovation is an ovation. Do y'all think every single film that gets showed at the Cannes Film Festival gets an ovation? It's something to be proud of. The video of Sam Levison in, in The weekend. if you don't know, Sam Levison is the guy who made uh, Euphoria, and he, he's coming out with a new movie called The Idol with The Weeknd. Mm-hmm. And I believe, it's a, I believe it's like a short series. It's a series, yeah. That joint got a 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm going to read this. This girl said the show is out, so I'll just spoil it. She doesn't spoil the show. But she just kind of lets people know what happens in episode one. So if you don't want to hear, then just skip forward a little bit. I kind of don't want to hear. It's ridiculous, though, Terrence. It's ridiculous. It's not really a spoiler. It's just like she says kind of like, what hap- what's it about? Yeah. And I'm like, yo, this man All is All right, let the sick. chopper sing. Let's hear it. All I'm gonna say, okay, I'll say this. She put in episode one, 
The chick is naked shooting her album cover and an intimacy coordinator tries to intervene because it wasn't approved. So her managers lock him in a bathroom and continue shooting her nude. The, ec the episode ends with the weekend choking her while she fingers herself or something like that. And then they have like the girl that's like come on her face or something and they like show it and they're like calling her like a, this man, Sam Levison, is disgusting, and he sucks. And it's a reason why the shit opened with a 17% Rotten Tomatoes, because he sucks. The last season of Euphoria, I didn't give a fuck how popular it was. That shit was some bullshit. It sucked. Zendaya is carrying the franchise on her back with her fans. She is. She has a great supporting cast. She does have a good supporting Euphoria cast. Euphoria is not Euphoria with Justin Zendaya. I don't like you doing that. They, le they legit, that cast is amazing. They legit have a good cast and just terrible writing. That is it. That is it. It's just a terribly written show. They can start the whole show over with them in school. I'd watch it. That's what they getting ready to do. They getting ready to say, ruin them drugs? Fuck it. Six years later. Let's do this. Let's speed past school. Give Rue a job. Jules a job. All the, the girl a job. Bring back the black dude. Maddie going to be doing OnlyFans. Hey. Yeah, bring some of that. But then, oh my God, it's gonna suck. The bad thing about that show, and I don't want to spend too, too much time on, on Euphoria or anything like that. It's just that show is about drug addiction and beating it. So like, there's a up and the bad thing about that show is Rue gonna have to go back to drugs because that's what the show was about. Rue doing drugs. As yeah. soon as Rue gets clean, yeah, I'm excited to see her arc though. You know, like her getting clean and then being please Terrell, you don't want to see the show, Terrence. I do. I like the show. I watch the show. I like the show. The last season was some bullshit, just like when other shows have bullshit seasons. But uh, movie suggestion of the week for me is going to be um, Love and Death HBO. Mm -hmm. Elizabeth Olsen, um, my boy. Damn, what's my boy name? Damn, that's crazy because I'm saying that's my boy. Um, my guy from Breaking Bad, Play Todd. I forget his name. I just saw him I in Kirsten Dunst. It. I just saw him in Kirsten Dunst on that little joint. I just said it in the fucking video that I made, too, and I'm just forgetting his name. I almost don't want you to say it. Or if you do see it, Jesse Plemons. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, that, it, it's a, that's a great show. It's about it's a, based on a true story about this girl named Candy Montgomery who legit had an affair with her husband, fell in love with the nigga, and killed his wife. Wow. And it's crazy. And he don't know that he killed her. He finds out. Honestly, they do a very good job with the realism of, like, the whole shit. So, damn, he just, y'all, like, spoiled it, y'all, like. Everybody knows the story of her. So, like, oh, okay. there's so a, that a happens, and then there's a trial, and. Okay, yeah. I like the woman that plays the, the lead character in that. Yeah, Scarlet Witch. She, she plays Scarlet Witch, but I feel like she's capable mm -hmm. of much more than a Scarlet Witch. I think she's one of them ones who talked about when she played the Scarlet Witch, she felt like she was getting away from her true art of, of acting. Yeah, yeah. She could, she one of them ones. She could cry like shit. Mm -hmm. Yes. Look sad as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Them eyes. Yeah. Her eyes. She's a great uh, with her eyes acting. It is on Max. I don't know if y'all saw you had to re-download. Yeah, to re-download. Yeah. I like the app. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I did like it. I, I like the right. icons. The, the joint. You see, I, see the one I picked with you? you pick, I picked yours. You see, you, you was like a you random. You did pick my joint. It was like a gorilla. Yeah. I changed it to this other joint. The joint from, uh, I don't know his name. And I feel like y'all would kill me for not knowing his name. But he used to be on uh, Robot Chicken. He had the wing. He's, he's got. The, he's not. He's got the mask, but the mask have the wings. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know his name. <laughs> I'm blank. I don't know his name, but I, I just got that one. Okay. 
But look, my movie suggestion of the week is going to be a movie that I rewatched last night. I think it might have been somebody's movie suggestion of the week before, but I just want to spin it back because I plan on posting a video around sexual tension. I'm going to post this for the District 9 on Patreon. If you don't got the District 9 tier on Patreon, that's just where we're going to be posting the film content. We want to see some of it go to YouTube, too, eventually. Nah, yeah, for sure. But for now, for that early access, the next video that I'm planning on doing is uh, for my movie suggestion of the week, Boomerang. Eddie Murphy. Oh, yeah. Uh, Robin Holly Givens. Barry, Robin Givens. I want y'all to watch this movie. It's on Max. Uh, it's a very popular movie. I want y'all to watch this movie for two things. Um, one, watch the movie for sexual tension and how it's created because the movie is, it is a sexual tension movie. Like the, 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 the foundation of this movie is sexual tension. This movie only works as good as the sexual tension that we build in this movie. Mm -hmm. And I feel like sexual tension, I'm going to say this in the video, but it is literally one of the hardest, parts of a relationship to write. It is the yes. hardest part. It is mm -hmm. literally in my, I'm on record for thinking it's the hardest part to write. Because what you see people do is they just get the fucking. Uh-huh. Hey, nice to meet you. Let's fuck. I think this movie and the way that they show and build up the, you know, the sexual tension, especially between Eddie Murphy and Robin Givens, definitely a master class. Can't wait to do the video on that. But look, go and watch it because, lo, it's funny as shit. Who directed that movie? Uh, why don't I want to say um, Keenan Ivory, Robert Townsend, but it's not gonna be him. I wanted to say Keenan Ivory. No, it's real. You're wrong. I was gonna be by some white dude, probably. I don't think so, Terrence. No way. This one says story by Eddie Murphy. Amazing. Eddie Murphy wrote the story. Reggie Hudlin did it. See? Okay. Yeah, brother, brother. I said Robert Townsend. That was wrong, but like... Okay, yeah. No, but yeah. I, I get you. Yeah, 100%. A brother. He did House Party. Yeah. yeah. Reggie Hudlin is a, is a legend. He's a beast. But, yeah. Boomerang is a great movie. It's a funny movie. And then the last but not least, Jamie Foxx. I mean, I'm sorry. Not Jamie Foxx. Prayers up for Jamie Foxx. We still don't know. I know. Eddie Murphy's fits. I'm telling you, I'm about to, I'm about to go and try to find every fit he wore in that movie. He's clean as shit. He's oh, clean yeah. as fuck. That was that movie came out in '92. Like that was when Eddie was Eddie for real. Like he was that dude. And I'm, I'm telling you, this is when Eddie was that dude for ten years already. Yeah, I've already been on top since the '80s. Yeah, just that dude carrying it on. It's funny because look in that movie, they was like, you ain't had no, you ain't. Oh, you you talking, but you the most. He said you ain't get no pussy in the '90s. He still ain't get no pussy in the '90s. And I'm like, oh, this came out in '92, so they just. They, they saying talk, they like, oh, like you, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I felt like that was dope as shit. But yeah, anyway, that's my movie suggestion of the week. Boomerang, turn up. All right, y'all, look. I want to give a big shout out to the Denver Nuggets for advancing to the finals. Shout for the first them. time the in, first franchise, time history. in franchise, franchise history. Huge. Um, I'm wearing this Lakers hat because I remember I told you I was going to wear that Lakers jersey on the pod. Shout out to bro who always tells me that I forgot. Bro, y'all, my Lakers jersey is too small. I have a bronze <laughs> jersey. That joint, I will look like Shannon Sharp up this joint. If I put that joint on, it's just too, it's a, it's a medium Jersey and I wear extra large now. I'm just letting you know. So I couldn't wear it, but Lakers ended up getting swept and T I wanted to ask you this. Would you, how you feel about the, the, uh, the people that said that LeBron was taken away from the nuggets by saying he was unsure. <laughs> I don't think that LeBron meant to take away from them. Yeah. I thought it was a good little, I think that was a good thing to do. Throw the mystery up for the all season. I don't really know what my future lies for basketball. 
Peace. You know you're coming back. Nah, yeah. Like, LeBron, you're coming back. And it, it was funny because I got so much uh, scrutiny because I said the finals about to be born and everybody's like, you're this is going to be great basketball. You're a casual. But this is my thing. Y'all mad at the media for saying Nuggets advance. Fuck it. What Bron doing? It's because <laughs> nobody gives a fuck. Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> and I it's was, fucked up, though. It yeah. is fucked up because they y'all like, they playing great basketball. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Jokic should have been MVP. But, and now, yeah, he should be able to, he should have been MVP and then have that finals. Because I do think the Nuggets are going to win the finals now. And it's going to be their first finals win. I I do think it was funny how you could kind of feel it. Everybody wanted that Lakers-Celtics joint. Because you know what they could do? They could say, you know what, before we go to commercial break, let's just talk about the history of these two immaculate franchises. Uh The Lakers! Magic and Bird! Magic and Bird! They could do all of that. Look, Braun got legacy, 20 years. There's so much to cover versus mm-hmm. just the Nuggets and Joker ver- and versus Jimmy. And they probably yeah. reeling for the Celtics to bring this game break, in. Make history, yeah. Yeah, and, and try to come back. Cause At this point, y'all have already seen it because I think they play tonight. So. And look, we heard Ludacris. It's about the bottom line. If you're a leader in the NBA community and you're all the way up top, Terrell, you're probably going to be like, damn, I hope the Celtics do pull this up so we can get the ratings. I'm interested to see what the ratings are going to be because y'all, I got killed for saying that the finals are going to be boring, but I just don't think that people are going to be as interested from a casual, you know, perspective. Yeah. Even certain basketball, niggas would hit me saying I'm a basketball fan and I'm not. I'm not really that hyped for it. They're going to watch, of course. It's going to be great basketball. You niggas are cool. Great. But... If it turns out to be Nuggets and Heat, who you picking? Nuggets. I'm picking the Nuggets. I'm picking the Nuggets because that team is just... It's a solid squad. I feel like Jimmy Steam and Jimmy and Steam going to run out. I, I agree, you know. Another thing that happened this weekend was my man Dev Haney got the win over Lomachenko. Hey, look, y'all. That one was... <laughs> <laughs> That's the one you go back and see Dev and you do this. Look. What it do? Because when I tell you... I was like a bunch of y'all. I'm not afraid to say I picked Haney. And I watched that whole fight and said, damn, Dev. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Even Dev. I don't care what y'all say. This is my, my fond memory. Right before the last round. Right before that rank. Think he won the last round. And that was a very important round for him to win. He won the 12th round, Dev Haney. Mm-hmm. And he knew he had to win that round. Because if you look at his face at the end of that 11th round, he really got him and his father. He went over there. He was sitting down. His father wasn't saying shit. I think that clip has been going around where they said it seemed like they knew they 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 were losing. And that was mid-fight. That clip you talking about was mid-fight. Where he was like, yo, like, he on, basically he was like, yo, this bruh's on me. All I'm going to say is they look like they tasted defeat for the first time. I said, damn, they lost. <laughs> and I'm just waiting, you know? Is he undefeated? Fight, he's undefeated. I think I don't know if he's, I don't think he has 30 fights. But he got his O. And I just know when he was standing there, I said, oh, he looked nervous. And they called his name. He looked like they had called him. That like he won. You know how somebody went on Wheel of Fortune? Uh, not Wheel of Fortune, but uh, Price is Right. Uh-huh. And they run down there with their number. <laughs> he looked so excited nah, that was. they called his name. I'm he happy looked like for he him. escaped. He yeah. did. I want that rematch, though. I want that rematch. You got to get that man that rematch. Nah, yeah. I respect what Dev Haney said, even though I think Floyd Mayweather is the greatest of all time, TBE. Um, you respect what he said about the O. I respect what he said about the O because he said Floyd y'all like ruined it for a lot of people because now being undefeated is everything. Yeah. He was talking about how uh, you we watch Adesanya go out there and lose 
mm-hmm. and well, come right. back better. You know what I'm saying? Like, the loss don't really mean shit over there. Like, mm-hmm. but in boxing, it's all about being undefeated. Yeah, you know like, what's bro's name, the, the dude from the UK? I think he lost to the dude named Luis Garcia, the big dude. Remember, not Luis Garcia. Who, Anthony but, uh, Joshua? Anthony Joshua. He lost to that big dude. I, I, I wanted to say his name was Luis Garcia, but I know I'm wrong. But Anthony Joshua came back and fought him better. So, and look, we watched Brauner. Not Brauner. We watched uh, the Bronze Bomber. My man, uh, I always forget his fucking name. It was Andy Ruiz. That was his name. Andy (laughs) Ruiz. Deontay. Deontay Wilder fought uh, Tyson Fury sometimes. So, yeah. Gypsy King three times. So, it's something, but you're right. Dev, don't talk that talk and then not give Lomachenko the much-needed rematch. No, yeah. Because if it's anybody you need to give a rematch, Dave, that's him. No, yeah. And his father, I don't know if it was the truth, but they said his father came out and said they don't want to do a rematch. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do I a rematch I wouldn't want to do it either. either. We about to skate from this. Because you was win. looking real scared, Pops. You see, Ossie De La Hoya said, Loma beat him like Floyd beat me. Robbery. <laughs> <laughs> no! Get the fuck out of here, Ossie De La Hoya. <laughs> Hey, look, the WNBA is back. Turn up all. I'm not going to be long on it. All I'm going to say is shout out to my Mystics. We jumped out the gate and got that first W and then took two L's back to back to the defending conference champion son. Mm-hmm. So, look, turn up. Y'all got it. It's whatever. You know, we take punches to start, but we got that defense locked in. We got that defense. Turn up Mystics. Hey, look, and if you're not locked in, this is your chance. I told Terrell, you're from a city. You're from an area. There's no basketball coming up after the finals. We're waiting for football to come back. It's not the best thing ever, but, like, dog, pick your city. And I told Terrell, you don't even have to pick your city. Pick a, just pick a team and let's run. Pick a team and let's run. The Aces, they, they're one of the best teams in the league. Las Vegas, they got the MV, they ran the MVP, you know. They got a former Washington Mystic and a, and a, a Seattle Supersonic Oh, champion. yeah, that'll do fly. it. That'll do it. <laughs> Bottom line. Pick a team and let's just do this shit, man. It is the best shit ever. I'm about to start betting on these games. I think that's how I'm going to start my DraftKings career. Nah, you can make some bread off of women's sports. I'm telling you, man. That's what they say. That's what Uh, they say. Last, but next, but whatever. The commanders don't have a trademark for commanders, so we're not even about to be that, y'all. That's just it. They say this is a normal thing in the fight. This is a normal thing, and hopefully it gets resolved. But if I'm not a copyright owner, I'm holding my gun. I'm holding my guns. These motherfuckers did the whole season already. Y'all going to have to pay me. But you know what's crazy? When we came out with Commanders, they said that it was already a trademark that was put in for that. Mm-hmm. But I thought that that just went away. Now we're in a trademark battle. So now we're the Washington Commanders, but wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think y'all new ownership should come out and change they. Everything. I would. The name. DC Smoke, man. DC Smoke. I told Trey, I want something like that. And just because you live in the capital don't mean it has to be something so fucking rah, rah, rah. You know what I'm saying? Generals, like, defenders, Fuck commanders, that. nationals. It don't have to be and that just because it's the nation's capital. It could be the motherfucking something else that DC love. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying, like, let's just be the, what are we the home of? Museums? Yeah, we got DC is DC home of everything. Mumbo sauce. What if we was the Maryland Crabs? That'd be dope. Or DC. Oh my God, it'd be Old Bay sponsorships. Old Bay. The, look, the Old Bay fries at the stadium. You oh get the crab God. cakes at the stadium. Hey, you we, get the we like the whole though. Maryland experience at the stadium though. Crab cakes at the stadium gonna cake. cost you ninety dollars. And we bring them in. <laughs> <laughs> so we bringing that motherfucker out sizzling. 
That market price gonna be market, all right. Yeah. How much is the crab? Forty eight ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> nah, y'all, and you know what? I'm excited for the for the Commanders because that stadium, the new stadium is the gonna stadium be that y'all are gonna build. When we'll see it when we turn forty, probably. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we'll it's, see it, it later. We might see it in five, six five, years. Six. But it's gonna be a much better experience. Cause let me tell you, oh my God, that food that they serve at FedEx, reckless, and that, and at, at the National Stadium, Christ. I only bring up my 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 commies just to say the NFL OTA started up. Shout out to everybody. The season is is starting kind of back up in a way. Mm. You see the rookies getting out there with their helmets and stuff on. I love it, man. I love it. I, I love, love it. our rookie. I love Cause our you rookie. know June. So we got June, July, and then August be back. So mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah, Let's get up. it. This Y'all see Russ. He looks good. He ain't a fat ass no more. He look good. He looks good. I'll say that. And look, this is the worst part of the football season for me. Just because I just hate it. I hate the I hate seeing our fan base do what we do every year where we say, oh, this is what's getting ready to happen. All we have to do is this, and then we'll be in the playoffs. I am not feeding into none of the mm-hmm. bullshit this year. I hope we go two and fourteen, tank and get bruh who's good. Bruh who's good. <laughs> But, y'all, once again, there's no pod next week. There is no pod next week. Yeah, man. I know y'all going to be like, fuck y'all. What the fuck am I going to do with my Friday? Um, But hopefully we have some other content, you know? Yeah. On that day. Not for sure. We will 100%, 100% be content. Yeah. It's just sure not that. a pod next week. I'm just letting y'all know up front and up, and, and up, up at the back. Yeah, man. Shout out to everybody that's rocking with us on. It's not even playing. I got you. But shout out to everybody that's rocking with us on Patreon. Go and join the District 9, man. We got some great film content on Twitter. And Realist 9, we got albums dropping. Mm. That Dirk, mm. it'll be up there. Smirk. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you do <laughs> Sorry. That? I did not know. <laughs>